Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 78 of Live from the 815 Podcast. It's Colton. That's me. It's Jake. That's Jake. What up, Jake? Hey, Colton. Just ready to do a podcast with you. Heck yeah. We're here for the same reason. And let's talk about sports now on Live (laughs) from the 815. That's up there for best intro, for sure. (laughs) Highest energy for sure. Yeah, well, Colton's got another flu game. I know avid listeners will know Colton has a flu game, you know, every couple months, mm-hmm. and he always pushes through. So, I do. yeah, we to him where it's deserved. This was uh, delayed a little bit because I had I had the poops, the sick poops stink, <laughs> and they yeah. suck because they smell. You know, really unlike bad. unlike our former co-host who got sick once and then died, and you then know, perished. That, you, showed, you showed real. <laughs> fortitude there by staying alive i sure know? did not die and i am alive now props to you shout out to me okay state of the union uh the bucks are really good uh, they are really good thoughts still really good um they just traded a big trade for nikola Mirotic. um we're very excited here at live from the 815 <laughs> they traded stanley johnson who we just swapped for Thon Maker, which is just a whirlwind of emotions for Bucks fans. You lose playoff Thon Maker, it kind of hurts, but he wanted out. We get a guy. I spend over an hour researching him in total, you know, seeing how he fits on the Bucks. He's a great defensive player. He locked up Kawhi Leonard earlier this year in a game. I watched like a three-minute highlight film, and then we just go and trade him, along with. Four second round picks, which is hilarious. And the Bucks didn't even didn't even talk to you about it once. They they knew how many like how many hours of how many hour of research that you put into yes. it. And yes, how many minutes would be accurate? Yeah, <laughs> about eighty of them, I'd say. About eighty minutes, and they didn't even take twenty seconds to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Jake, don't worry about it. We're, we're trading them again." Yeah, exactly. Like we we're not even going to finalize the trade. We're we're, we're just gonna we're not even going to fly them to Milwaukee. We're going to fly them straight to. New Orleans, oh, you know, what a jerk bummer, move. but a uh, big move by the Bucks getting Miritich. He fits so perfectly. He's like a better Ursan, a better scoring Ursan. And we have his bird rights now, which means we can go over the cap to sign him. We have bird rights on Bledsoe, Brogdon, Middleton, and now Miritich. So we can go way over the cap to bring all those guys back. And that's a good feeling. And uh, there's a chance, you know, maybe Middleton has offered too much money. We let him walk, but we, we bring in Miritich. You know what I mean? He might fit better in our offense. Yeah. No, it's a great move. Um, I like his beard. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't have a beard. He's now clean shaven. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm a huge <laughs> basketball nut, if you guys can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Big basketball guy. Um, I was going to say, Middleton actually let me down when the Bucks lost by 20. 20 point loss to the Magic. 
Um, Middleton had the night off before, and Giannis had the night off versus the Magic. So I was like, okay, this is Middleton's chance to prove that he's worth the 20 to $25 million he's going to be offered in the offseason. And we got smoked. Just smoked. All we were missing were Gian- was Giannis. We shot like four for 35 from three. It was abysmal. Yeah, so I the think Magic are uh, like really good, right? For those people who don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're a They still have Shaq, I think. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but I think it, everyone's writing it off as, oh, one of those nights where your sh- three-pointers are just off, you know, one of those nights the Warriors lose all the time where it's just like, wait, how did Steph Curry go 0 for – nine from three that doesn't even make sense but it happens but i i i was disappointed in chris middleton wow you're taking shots at the front office for trading the guy you did research on and calling out chris middleton talk about a spicy state of the union am i right (laughs) that was a spicy take you're right colton thank you high energy coming from you i'm doing my absolute best right now and i'm sure it shows through the words in my microphone yeah, you know what? It'll bring some excitement to you. Uh, Baseball is still coming, and absolutely <laughs> nothing has happened, dude. Not a single. Jake, you're saying that, but on Twitter today, I saw Kyle Hendricks and you, Darvish, playing catch in a video. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. That's the end of the story. Hang on. Shout out to Stand me. Stand ovation from live from the A15, but we stayed sitting. Uh, yeah, I saw Eloy taking some swings, so that was exciting. Oh, off shit. a tee, so it was a little disappointing. It wasn't even like soft toss; it was off a tee. <laughs> hey, so. hey, swings your swings, man. That's that's what I have tatted on my neck right here. Yeah, that's I can see it. It's <laughs> definitely there. This is a great episode. But yeah, this is going real well. Baseball's got a real problem, man. Like I haven't like thought about it in weeks. I was so excited about the Harper and Machado news. Like months ago, but now I haven't thought about baseball at all. Like football, the combine is going to come in like a few days. Yeah. So, or like a couple, like a week or so. So, isn't it in April? Back into football and baseball just takes a dead break because nobody's getting signed. If they had guys getting signed periodically, you'd be thinking about baseball. Oh, now pitchers and catchers report more baseball. You know, it's just, it's pretty bad. We we once again fixed the MLB. So, if Rob Manfred, dude, these are on the house. Like you can, these are open. All right, yeah. these, are, is, these are yours to take. Sign, we're, we're, make people sign. We um, don't have lawyers. We won't sue. No, I can't afford groceries, <laughs> so I can't afford a lawyer. Are you kidding? <laughs> I spent exactly. I spent the millions of dollars that we get from this podcast on drugs and women, just like a rock star. <laughs> Yeah, we live rock star life. Guns and Roses, Colton the podcaster. Ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live, I live their life, man. How about that? You're welcome, Rob Manfred. Um. So yeah, so that I I don't know, man. The pitchers and catchers reporting, cool, sick, dude. That's all. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I mean, it, no, it, it, I'm exci- I, I guess you're kind of on a down year for, from the Cubs, you know. It, it's exciting to get back into something. I know the Bucks are taking up, like, all my thoughts and prayers right now. Wow. But um, Thoughts and prayers. Tease and pieces. But I, I'm very excited about the White Sox this year, and I still will get excited when I get the update, but for someone getting signed. 
even if he, you know, uh, whenever I see Manny Machado or Bryce Harper's name pop up, I will be excited. So I guess they still got me. But it feels like it was like really three or four weeks ago that everyone's like, oh, he's signing Saturday. <laughs> we've said that several times. Remember when he signed with the Phillies because Vegas took it off their board? I do. And uh, I'm pretty sure we like, reported it on here. Like It was like, oh, well, that's happening. I think uh, – Baseball expert Austin Hartsfield oh, confirmed that pretty yuck. much. So that guy, yuck. Um, no, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm higher on the Cubs than like eighty percent of like Cubs Nation. Everyone's like down year, bad year. We just lost one game. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, you guys were your hitting just completely failed you. You oh, know, yeah. like, it doesn't have the same charm it did when everyone was super young and getting better. You know, like you had future MVP Addison Russell, true, yeah, Kyle Schwarber. Everyone had high hopes. It's definitely more of a down, and you know, free agents are coming in this year, so you kind of just got to hope for a big yeah, bounce. Uh, well, we have an MVP coming back, and Chris Bryant, and then we have a Cy Young Award um, hopeful coming back, and Tyler <laughs> Chatwood. So there. <laughs> I thought you really thought you were going a different direction no, there. No, no, I'm not. Nope. Tyler Chatwood, baby. If he gets a Cy Young vote, he gets a uh, like a five million dollar bonus. Well, hopefully, hopefully they someone just gets bribed. <laughs> hey, dude, I'll give you four million dollars if you vote for me. <laughs> he has like a five ERA out of the bullpen. He gets a Cy Young vote. God, that guy sucks. Thirteen million a year. That's so much money. Oh, that's a big bummer. You know, that's another point. All these MLB players are, like, complaining about, oh, we're not getting paid enough. I mean, Bryce Harper's asking for more than Aaron Rodgers is getting paid. Yeah. You know how much more money Aaron Rodgers is worth than you, Bryce Harper? Like, cool off. It's baseball. It's baseball. The highest paid player should be making $25 million just because the teams don't make that much. Like, Aaron Rodgers should be paid $100 million a year if Bryce Harper's worth thirty five. That's good math. And that's a new segment called Math with Jake. <laughs> math. Math with Jake. Boop. I just came up with that off the dome. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like a musical genius. Thank you. Thank you. Um, finish off the State of the Union. Uh, Jake, you take it away. Two two brand new teams entering, entering this two? segment. Yeah, we don't allow new teams in the State of the Union very often. I mean, ever, I would say. <laughs> but the new league, the AAF, has caught us by in the storm. Colton hasn't watched a single snap of it. I watched two quarters in two separate games, and we're hooked, you could say. I'm all in. <laughs> Diehard fans. I'm all in on it. Um... I'm all on board with the Birmingham Iron. There's. I'm going to give you three reasons. <laughs> one, dude. we're 1-0. Championship bread. Shit. Two, the White Sox have a minor league team in Birmingham, so that's pretty cool. And three, Scott Tolzien used to play for them, but he retired before the season started. So hell yes, they had that in the quarterback room. And I'm going to give you a fourth one right now. Their quarterback, Luis Perez, Heisman winner, D2 Heisman, former state champion in bowling. This guy's got championship DNA. I love him. He was slinging the ball all over the field. I'm addicted. Birmingham Irons football. They also have the best uniforms in the league by far. Um, I did some heavy, heavy research into mine. 
Saw that Mike Singletary is the coach for the Memphis Express. And now, and now I'm all in. Uh, Christian Hackenberg, Zach Mettenberger. The Memphis Express. I'm going to currently look up their, their uniform, and it's going to be a live reveal. Wow. There's some there's some funny gifts from uh, Hackenberg playing really bad in the first game. That's what I'm talking about. How does it feel to be a fan of a team that's oh. literally never won a game? That's got to feel pretty bad. Yeah, but, like, we have so much potential, dude. That's the thing. Like, the potential? Oh, it's off the charts. Christian Hackenberg. Okay, I'm liking these uniforms. I like the red and – oh, dude, red, white, and blue. We're so fucking American. Memphis, the heart <laughs> of America. Oh, I might, I might buy a T-shirt. Oh, I'm pumped. Or a hat. Maybe, dude, I'm all about the Birmingham. I, maybe get, like, uh, a tattoo. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a forehead tattoo. Oh, that's sick. And we have so many LSU players. Jake, you're screwed. You you picked a dumb team. Ooh, Bama versus LSU. We're natural rivals. Did we play week one? What was the week one matchup? Um, because then we know. missed our matchup. <laughs> oh, shit. Did we? <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that would stink, huh? Wow, we are such good fans. Here's the schedule. Well, I know Birmingham yep. won. That's all I know. Oh, fuck. Blew you out, I'm pretty sure. All right, well. Crushed them, guys. Do we Crushed them. Do we meet again? Oh, week seven. March oh. 24th. Mark it. I'm getting that marked on my fucking calendar, Jake. Hell yes, dude. Hell think, yes. If you think I'm scared by you, you're not right. Oh, we got some shit talking going on. Damn, that was my so best brand move, new too. State of the Union. We'll be keeping you updated on the Iron and Express. Oh, God. My team. That, that's a real hard maybe. My team's going to suck so much ass. It's going to be so not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope your team doesn't win a game. I, I hope they go 0-10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. All right. State of the Union over. Listener questions. Beginning. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. It's from at a brown turd in my toilet. 42-1-2. What up, y'all? It's me, Antonio Brown's burner account. What do you guys think of me tweeting out a goodbye before I officially request for a trade? <laughs> Jake. Oh, I thought it was pretty dope to put out your own tribute video. That was that's always an alpha move. LeBron is the champion of that. But uh I don't know. That I, nothing really new happened. We already knew he wanted out. The Steelers haven't done anything. There's no trades, you know. So, I don't know. I, I'm you you have to trade him now. I think that's what he's trying to tell them. Like you have to. It'd be really funny though if that tweet goes down in legend in the lore of football history or sports history as the dumbest tweet ever and he has to play for the Steelers for the next three years. Oh man. That's brutal. No, I mean I you know what? If if you're him, um just like buy a ticket to all the games and uh, sit in the stands if if they don't trade you. How about that? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> That's my only take, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, I want the Packers to trade for him. He's 31, and I think he's like a $12 million cap hit the next three years. God, and the Steelers have to eat, like, all of his contracts. So. Imagine him and Aaron Rodgers, though. He's still so good. I don't care if he's old and slow. He's so good. Yeah, that would be so nasty. It's like a Jordy Nelson's back, you know? Oh, that would suck. Butthole. Packers have an extra first round pick too. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yep. Wow. That With was... God. Praise God. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> keep this great episode rolling forward. All right, Jake. 
This one's from at Basketball is My Life with a Y. Y-F-E. But, like, the explanation that I just said was in the in the handle. Gotcha. Hey, guys. Uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for tweeting us. This next tweet Thank is... Thank you. Next one. <laughs> next tweet. Next tweet is from MJ is the GOAT. 69. Six titles. 42. Um, hey... Y'all, I'm from the South, so I tweet y'all. Uh, y'all think that Michael Jordan saying six titles is harder than um, the re- the the streak that Russell Westbrook is going through. <laughs> You're nailing it. <laughs> this is <pretty laughs> Michael Jordan basically fucking said winning six titles is hard. Thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny. Um... <laughs> It's kind of like a dick move. I don't even know why he's being interviewed. He's an owner. Like, what What are they interviewing him for? I don't so, know, it seems like a random story. It's cool, but both Harden scoring 30 points in 30 games in a row and uh, Russell Westbrook getting 10 straight triple-doubles are both super impressive. So, But did you know that winning the NBA championship six times is hard? Sort of in a row with a little break in there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I thought that would be hard. I, I think that's a great debate for maybe Skip Bayless. You know, I think he could argue that scoring 30 in 30 games in a row is actually harder. God, if we just said that loud and put it on, like, on the Internet, there's a chance we go viral. <laughs> yeah, if I, was, if I could, like, just be really passionately say and argue that 30 points in 30 games in a row is easy, is harder than winning six championships, people would hate me so much that I would go viral. I put all my passion towards this episode of this podcast. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question's from at Roger Goodell. Uh, hey, guys, we got Kyler Murray to the NFL. You think? What do you guys think of that? Jake, go ahead. I feel like this has been drawn out for a long, long time. Oh it was pretty yeah. obvious. He was going to enter the NFL, right? That was that seemed pretty obvious to me. Yeah. Why not? I guess that rolls into our next question. We'll do a sorry, I'm going to yawn high and talk. En- oh Great high energy question. This is fucking <laughs> awesome, guys. I'm so sorry. This episode sucks so much ass. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this two in one question, Jake? Um, this is a really delayed two for a question. Cliff Kingsbury said he loves Josh Rosen. He's our guy. Uh, do you, do you think the Cardinals are going to pick Kyler Murray? Oh man, I don't. But man, would it be so cool if they did? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, then Josh Rosen's getting traded, right? And that's an exciting trade. Yeah. So I feel like a Josh Rosen trade to the Dolphins makes total sense to me. <laughs> He seems like a dolphin. He does seem like a dolphin. Like he's smart, high potential. Dude, who knows? Like, like don't sleep on the dolphins. But then every year, they they're like train him until he's thirty, and then dump him like Tannehill. Tannehill. <laughs> you know, God, that guy. Just drain, drain six wins out of him a year, and then dump him. Also, I keep, I keep forgetting that Cliff Kingsbury is now an NFL head coach. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, that's too far. Like, I even understand. The Bengals hired, like, the Rams quarterback coach. Cliff Kingsbury, that's a stretch, man. That is a stretch. He was fired from a college coach. Yeah, from and he was terrible with Patrick Mahomes. He couldn't win. 
get Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's so weird. Um, also, uh, fun peek behind the curtain. During the season, back when Sam was still alive, we yeah, and like us right. th- and like us three were all hanging out. We jokingly yes. said we're just gonna start interviewing people on the Rams coaching staff, and the and the one guy that we said was like, oh, let's let's like try to get Zach Taylor because I'm sure that's get- who got hired. Yeah, that's oh that, that's God. the guy who's the uh, Bengals head coach now. <laughs> Fuck, we should have gotten that interview. Yeah, wasn't that even sick? <laughs> yeah, we fucked up big time. Yeah, so. Yeah, so jokingly, we said, yeah, this guy's probably going to be a head coach soon. And <laughs> he just graduated high school like two weeks ago, and now he's a NFL head coach. He's a baby. I think the Bengals did the same research we did. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're a quarterback's coach for Jared Goff under Sean McVay? Can you come on our podcast slash be our head coach? <laughs> <laughs> same, same thought process. All right, we are zooming through these listener questions, which is great news. <laughs> <laughs> we are filling out this, this episode with ease. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Are you guys happy that Kareem Hunt is signed with the Browns? Um, I'll go first. I'm Not that I'm happy that he's back because he's a, he's a turd. But uh, yeah. I, the, the whole comment that Nagy made, I'm so happy he's not on the Bears. Holy balls. Oh. Dodged a bullet on that one. That's, that was my first thought. Ooh, the Bears dodged a bullet. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? We did. Who was the guy that we just signed last year? Um, he was on the Niners. He got released. Uh, Vance McDonald. Is that him? Oh, yeah, for like a day. and then We he... signed him, and we're like, well, we need to do – like we did our uh, due, due diligence. And then like two days later it came out that he got arrested again for, for domestic violence. Like, yeah, like – <laughs> Six. <laughs> that was that was a sick move. I yeah. remember that. Oh, so, yeah, dude. Kareem Hunt to the Browns. Browns are a shit show. This isn't shocking at all. Um, yeah. From a football standpoint, it's a great move. <laughs> I guess. I mean, they had a running back. I don't know how good Kareem Hunt really is when you see how well their backups did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think the Browns just now they have like three good running backs. <laughs> you know, they have Carlos Hyde, Nick Chubb, and. Uh, fucking Kareem Hunt. So, what what are you gonna do with three pretty good backs who all are like the same size? Yeah, let's try. I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I'm such a loser, and I I am so out of it. And I'm I may not even <laughs> release this this dumbass episode. <laughs> you're really struggling. Like I feel like you're not listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> Jake, don't don't say that, babe. Don't don't say that. <laughs> babe, wait. Babe, wait. No, boy. <laughs> Pause listener questions. I was talking about Hot Rods today for the first time in a while, and I forgot how funny yeah. that movie is. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. And uh, quick question. Have you seen Popstar yet? No. I know you haven't. You're quick an question, ass. Question, quick answer. I've no. told 4,000 people to watch that movie. Not a single one has watched Popstar. It's so funny. Jake, Nobody if, wants to watch this, it. If this movie sucks, I'm going to be pissed. I'm not saying it's, it's like – Hot Rod. You have to be, like, ready to watch it. It's very funny, in my opinion. Like, I'm not saying it's the best, the funniest movie I've ever seen, but if you like Hot Rod, you will like this movie. Oh, man. Hot Rod's so funny. I was talking about, because, like, uh, my coworker at work was like, like, what's it about? And I was just telling her, and I was, like, telling her about scenes. It's about a stuntman. It's a a stuntman who wants to kick his stepfather's ass. (laughs) <laughs> but but he's 
He's uh <laughs> he needs a heart transplant, so he raises money for the heart transplant so he can get better after the surgery and then fight him. <laughs> that's that's a great plot synopsis. And then she was like, "What are some good scenes?" And I was like, "Um, his his stepbrother, um, is <laughs> he walks on his stepbrother singing a concert." stuffed animals and then they just move on they don't ever talk about it that is definitely one of the best and then the other one was that dave the guy from his crew uh, yeah at at a restaurant that they eat at every single day he comes back from the bathroom and just says man these bathrooms are nuts but then (laughs) he clearly goes there every day oh my god that's that's just funny like, those are two of the smallest parts of the movie. There's so many, like, there's one where Andy Samberg falls down a hill for, like, 35 seconds, and it's actually the most funny thing I've ever seen. And then there's another part where he just uh, rage dances through the forest. <laughs> That's God. right before he, like, smokes, like, a puff out of a cigarette, tosses it, one swig out of a 40, tosses it. It's, it's amazing. Oh, what a... That's, and that's our segment, talk about a movie that came out a while ago. In the middle of our sports questions. Oh, man. Next question. Uh, Did you guys see Zion's amazing block against Virginia? Jake, I did see it. (laughs) Okay. Did you? Yeah, I did. It was actually incredible. Oh, my God. When's the last time you've seen that? Has that ever happened in the history? Like a corner three and a guy just blocking it for like. The paint. Yeah, it was like out of his hand for like a second. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah zion was in the paint the guy catches the ball with zion still in the paint and he's and he's shooting he like starts his act of shooting and zion blocks it into the eighth row it was incredible yeah you know he shot it it got out of his hand it was heading towards the basket already like at that point the angle's too high for any human to block it and zion just swatted it oh my god into the stand. and like i get he might not be the complete package but if he is coachable at all then he's a freak athlete and if he does not go number one it's gonna blow my mind no he should absolutely i think he's gonna go number one i mean you're just gonna make so much money everyone loves zion like he's he's so popular right now the name <laughs> the, the dunks the quotes yeah zion a great name zion's a great he, name yeah God, he's, an, he's just an intimidating player to look at I can't believe he could have like, played yeah. with he he could have played with Kristaps. <laughs> oh, they're dumb. Yeah, now he's playing with uh, what's his name? Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith, baby. Oh fuck! All right. I would hate to be a Knicks fan. That would be so depressing. Can you imagine? Oh boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, I, we kind of touched on this earlier, but do you want to go with the last listener question? Uh, sure. This is from NBA Freak one zero one zero one one. Hey, hey, fellas. Yeah, look, don't look that up. Hey, fellas, what was your favorite move from the trade dead NBA trade deadline? Mine was Nikola Mirotic. Okay, we didn't ask for yours, but uh, Colton, what was your favorite? My favorite trade deadline deal. Hmm. Hmm. I would say. Wow, Jake. Well, that's such a good question. Um, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna cut in here. I'm not gonna listen to the listener early and his question. I'm gonna go with my least favorite, and it's the Raptors getting Marcus Gasol. That is a scary move. They did trade three players who got big minutes. Jonas Valanciunas, who I hated playing against. He's a beast, but uh, Marcus Gasol 
is a really good player with a lot of experience. And I'm really pissed that the Raptors got that good of a player at the deadline. And so. they just got Jeremy Lin today. <clears throat> I saw that. So uh, Fred is out. Fred's Another there. more Raptors news for like three weeks. So there's Jeremy Lin's role. R.I.P. Fred. And he'll be back. We'll see him in the playoffs, hopefully, because that means we're probably in like the Eastern Conference Finals. But yeah, the only thing about that Marcus or uh, Marcus All trade is that he's like he's just a Jonas Valanciunas that's slower and can shoot. So no, but the shooting is everything. You know, he he's like fat. He's smarter too. Like a lot slower. He can shoot, and he's a lot smarter. He's going to be an upgrade. But they lost three guys who play. You know, the Bucks didn't lose anybody who played any minutes to get Nikola. So we just added a guy. They lost three guys who all got over 10 minutes a game. Jonas Valanciunas almost got 20 and added one player. Or maybe they added another one. I'm not sure. But either way. But yeah, I don't know. It's It might be a matchup nightmare, but we'll see. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a good matchup. Brooke Lopez is also slow and can, and can shoot. So I think him and uh, Gasol will battle it out pretty well. All right. Um, any, do, you, do you have any more questions? No, that's all the questions I had. We already talked about the AAF. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you give your favorite trade? I don't think you did. Can you think of any? <laughs> oh, I sure can, Jake. Oh, the trades, the trades, the trades. <laughs> so many. I'm not I'm not buying time. I'm just, ah, oh, there's so many good ones. My favorite trade from the NBA trade deadline, of course, has to be the best one. You, you know what I mean? It's got yes. um, Otto Porter Jr. going to the Bulls. Oh, what wow. a great trade. Jabari's gone. Bobby Portis, who I met one time at a White Sox game, he's gone. <laughs> that's so that's that's story time with Colden. How about that? That was a, that was great and totally not making up. How about uh, the Markel Fultz? I did not moved. make up the Bobby Portis at a White Sox game story. Jake. No, no, no. That's that's real. A, a really weird story to make up. Actually, that's <laughs> I, weird. I, I meant the the trade off the top of your head. That was so natural. Oh, um, yeah. How about the Markel Fultz trade? That one's interesting. Oh man! From the Magic now. Speaking, yeah. Speaking of the powerhouse Magic, they just got a number one overall pick. Hell yeah! I mean, I'd be happy if I was a Magic fan. They gave like, uh, I don't know, Jonathan Simmons, who I think is okay, a decent wing player, and then a late, late first round pick of OKC. So. You know, <laughs> why not try it out? Orlando's a wasteland where you could just experiment and, like, try things out. It's Florida, you know? <laughs> hey, dude, Florida. You know what I mean? Freaking Florida. You can do whatever you want in there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is interesting. Markel Fultz, what a bust. Like, it sucks that he's hurt and, like, mentally can't shoot. That's a bust. Yep. Yeah, Hello? absolutely. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bust. Oh, my God. This This episode sucks. Hey, we're rolling. We are rolling. You know what? That's it for listener questions, Jake. Are you ready for one hell of a long, long MySpace (laughs) Top 8? Because we got some time to fill, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm super ready. All right, Jake. It was your idea uh, for the topic, so I will let you introduce it. Everyone, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jake. (laughs) All right. Um... (laughs) We're going to do the MySpace Top 8 of fan moments. Anything that's happened with fans in sports 
it's inspired by all the hilarious chants we've been hearing from the Pacers chanting at Lakers that they're going to get traded to the Celtics got booed off their own court after blowing two straight 20-point leads. And uh, so that's pretty embarrassing. And then last night in the Pfizer Forum South, a.k.a. Chicago, you could oh, hear yeah. Milwaukee chants in the Bulls-Bucks game. So that was a nice feeling. Uh, I'm going to go with my MySpace, eight, MySpace Top 8, number one, Disco Demolition by the White Sox, 1970, I don't know, 2, 76, who knows, whatever. Middle of the disco era, they decide to have a disco demolition night. They invite some radio DJ who thinks it's going to be like, oh, crap, only like 5,000 people go to each game. Like, I'm going to look like an idiot out there just blowing up. It's a double header. So between the games, they were blowing up a bunch of disco records. And he says he's thinking he's going to look like an idiot. 70,000 people show up, roughly. People were sneaking in. There wasn't room. They were just stealing food and drinks. Uh, they ended up storming the field, and like the field was set on fire basically because of all the blowing up all the disco records. It was a total disaster. Uh, just trying to get some marketing done. Who knew so many people hated disco that much? Solid, solid. Very moment. Cold. Have you heard? Uh, pick. I'm sure you've heard about that. Of course, I've heard about that, Jake. Hey, just making sure. Oh, did it? I floor. Did I ever t- I'm, 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 a, I'm huge into a White Sox lord. Did I ever tell you about the time that I met Bobby Portis at a White Sox game? <laughs> no, you haven't. That okay, sounds- so he, so there I am at a White Sox game, and I okay. look over, and who do I see? Maybe Bobby Portis. He was just drafted. I didn't really know what he looked like. So I went over <laughs> there, and I was like, hey, who is that? And he's like, hey, that's Bobby Portis. So I was like, hey, Bobby Portis, can I get a picture? He said, yeah. Where's the picture? Uh, it was my Twitter uh, profile picture for a very long time. It's not, ah. not anymore. I think I changed. Yeah, I don't even know what my Twitter profile. <laughs> You've moved on from that legendary moment. Yes, pretty sick, huh? Yeah, that was pretty sick. All right, let's hear <laughs> number two. All right, my first pick of the MySpace top eight of memorable fan moments: the Malice at the Palace. What ah, a pick. good. What a good pick. one. Oh man, yeah. So we had. Uh, the artist who was not yet at this time known as Meta World Peace. Uh, Ron Artest went into the crowd to beat the shit out of some fans. Yeah, that was yeah. that was one of the coolest things ever. I loved it. I, I remember I, w- I was watching it live. I was, I, was in my, I was in my room at our old house, and I was just going absolutely crazy. It was one of the – I think it was like at that time the greatest and craziest and scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. I just remember watching on Sports Center when Sports Center was cool, and it was like I was just I was such a little I don't even remember how old I was probably super young but I, I was I was scared for a little bit it was kind of scary because yeah, I was, was that young. for some reason I was like is someone gonna come in my house and just beat the shit out of me <laughs> yeah do people just get beat up now is that a thing yeah so Mouse really at the palace. broke down some walls for us as young boys yes it did yes it did. All right, Jake. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number three from our MySpace Top 8 of fan moments. I'm going to go with the Bartman. Where, you know, the I, it's one of the most iconic moments in sports. It's bad for Cubs fans everywhere. You know, you hear the name. But this guy got literally ran out of town. Like, there was a 30 for 30 or whatever, or a documentary or whatever on him. He's living in another state. Uh 
he's put up there with curses that nobody gets curses anymore. Like no. the Cubs curse was by a goat. You're not going to get a goat curse nowadays. Nobody cares. But the Bartman curse was real. So he was he made a legendary curse. So I think he deserves a spot on the MySpace top eight. Would you say that that the Cubs curse was the goat of curses? <laughs> well, it lasted the longest, so I'd say yes. Get it? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you when you're older. But that was gold. That yeah, was you're gonna gold. Have to explain that one to me later. Oh, uh, I really hope I don't have to. Okay. <laughs> My next pick of the MySpace top eight, the fan moments, is when the Heat fans left the arena before Ray Allen's three in the finals. <laughs> That would, was pretty funny. I would say 15% of a sold-out crowd left the game early, but they were still outside. And then once Ray Allen made the three, I'm pretty sure that game went to overtime, uh, those fans were not allowed back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's so th- amazing. So that is awesome to me. I love seeing stuff like that happen. Yeah, like those are clearly bandwagon LeBron fans. You know, like the real Heat fans were definitely staying. Yeah. So – Screw those guys, and uh, that's a great moment. I mean, how do those how do those people feel? Almost, that's almost a great story. I left that game. <laughs> you know, I don't think I would tell anybody. I'd lie. That's a good point. Yeah, I was at the game, stayed the whole time. I swear to God, dude, it was awesome, <laughs> man. It was totally. I was there totally the whole time. Heck I saw yeah. those losers walking out. I was like, I'm not one of them losers. Thank God, I'm not them, and I'm in my seat. Good thing. <laughs> That's what I would say for sure, actually. So, good good point. Thank you. All right. Um, I don't know what number I'm on. My third for our MySpace Top 8. I'm going to go with the idiot fan that caught Jeter's 3,000th hit, and it was a home run. He just gave it back to him. He just gave it to him because he was a big Jeter fan. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, what that a is... moron. What a absolute moron. Like... <laughs> This ball is worth – it's a home run 3,000th hit. Derek Jeter, that is worth so much money. And he would have given you – I'm sure – I think he got some stuff for being so nice. But you could have negotiated more if you had any negotiating power. You were just an asshole and gave it up. That had to be worth tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, What an ass. What an ass. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure the ball from Jose Bautista's bat flip was like $20,000. Holy shit! <laughs> why, why would you buy that? <laughs> what if you if you caught could could you imagine doing this? Who's your favorite athlete of all time? Jock Jones. Okay, if Jock Jones <laughs> is twentieth home run of the season, a real big moment. I want that ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or whatever. Sammy Sosa's sixtieth home run, or whatever. Would you just give it back to him? Oh, would you even man. think about it? Honestly, I'm such a fucking pushover nice guy i'd give it to him yeah see i think this guy like seeked him out so he wasn't even like asked he was like i gotta get this to Derek jeter like if i honestly because like i do enjoy money um yes it's good money is good Uh um but i would do it more for like the story if i catch like say like chris bryant hits like 500 home runs and i catch his 500th home run uh i'd be like hey chris Let's meet. Give me some jerseys and some bats and stuff and take my – I think the security would just take you, like, after the game. You'd go talk to them. Yeah, and they, like, they do because I was at a game one time with my fam, and we caught a Vladimir Guerrero home run ball when he, when he was with the Angels. 
but the guy next, like one row down from us, caught um, Bobby Abreu's 300th home run, and yeah, and immediately security just like like uh, took him down there. He got to go down to the dugout, took pictures with Bobby Abreu, got a ton of autograph shit. That's cool. You know Is that I mean? cooler? I mean, but. Is it? Would it be worth it? Say it's you know three hundred. Let's say Derek Jeter's three thousand is probably worth. Let's just say eighty thousand dollars. Would you be the scumbag who like puts it in your pocket and runs straight out of the stadium? No. And runs home. I mean eighty thousand dollars though. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is cool, but I'm more of like a story guy. You know, I'm more of like a hey, this is my life. Instead of eighty thousand yeah. dollars, because I know I know I'm gonna spend it on dumb shit. I'm bad at spending money. <laughs> eighty thousand dollars, though. That's like you could buy a house. You know, that's not dumb shit. <laughs> you could buy a home. Yeah. Ugh. The seventieth that... home run, Mark McGuire's seventieth home run. How much do you think that sold for? Seventy thousand dollars. Three million dollars. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Derek Jeter's 3,000th hit, which was a home run, is definitely worth a million, probably. I mean, that is that is crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, even even if it's like $150,000, I'd probably sell it. That's cool. See, I, yeah, I'd, I'd be the guy who – I'd run out of the stadium with it under my shirt and get home and sell it, you know? If, if like, hypothetically – somebody could tell you right then this is worth a hundred thousand dollars but like that's all you're getting would you sell oh it? man yeah <laughs> that's a lot of fucking money you know just buy a house and then say i'm i'm really sorry uh whoever hit it i don't know eloy jimenez hits his 500th home run <laughs> hey sorry dude no. lo siento but i'm rich <laughs> <laughs> i'm rich i i am you know i am not as rich as you you can just go buy it from the guy for $500,000. So fuck off. Yeah, and that's nothing to <laughs> oh, you. Hello, Mr. Jeter. Will you give me a million dollars for this ball? Does it mean that much to you? Oh, you own the Marlins now? Sorry, can you not yeah. afford $80,000? Yeah, fuck you, Derek Jeter. <laughs> oh, we got him so good there. Yeah. All right. See, so that's how you take up time in MySpace Top 8. We're crushing this episode. <laughs> All right. My next pick is my third. This is my third. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, I would say last year when Tiger Woods won his first golf tournament in years, and yes. he walked down the 18th fairway, and everyone like he already had like a five-stroke lead. That he, was beautiful. That was so cool. He you had think this, that's cooler than any of the times he did it when the crowds were crazy when he was at his peak. You think that one was cooler? Because. When he was at his peak, it was still like, hey, stay behind the ropes and stuff. I don't know where security was, but Tiger yeah. had one cop with him, and that was it, dude. It was fucking the wild, wild west on that fairway. Like, people were running around like it was nothing. with like Just like beers in hands, cameras yeah. like all up in Tiger's face, and it was a mob of people. It was wild. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I think you, like, cried. I, I cried. Said- I did. I, I was at work, and I started crying and someone's like jokingly hey colton are you gonna go in the bathroom and cry and i said yeah and then i did it and everyone thought i was joking but like i came out all puffy and they're like wow it looks like you actually cried no dude i'm a pussy and this grown man winning a golf tournament made me cry 
Big one. Yeah, yeah, Big one. Good one. Yeah, it definitely made me cry, dude. Hey, That's dude, what like, happened. Wouldn't be, like, wouldn't it be funny if, like, I fucking cried when this dude, like, wins a golf tournament? Like, wouldn't that be funny? Well, I mean, would you guys make fun of me? Like, what would you guys say, hypothetically, if I was crying? I'm just, I'm just going to, like, simulate it and act like I'm crying, and then we'll find out, right? Cool. Absolutely. Um, all right. For my final MySpace Top 8, I'm going to go with... Specifically, I want to just say Philly fans being dicks, but I'm going to go specifically them pelting Santa with snowballs and apparently batteries. So that's pretty fucked up. Philly fans notoriously awful. They've been bad forever. They're still assholes. So it's, you know, but this is the crowning moment. This is what everyone points to whenever Philly's in the playoffs for football. You'll see the clip of Santa getting pelted with snowballs and batteries. So, a uh, legendary fan moment. Can you imagine getting, like, a battery thrown at you? <laughs> <laughs> I would be so pissed. There's been a few times where I've gotten, like, a penny thrown at me, and it hurts, like, in the back of my head. That yeah. Shit, imagine a battery. Oh, my like, God. I don't think he got, like, hit by any, but somewhere on the field, you know? Yeah. I think he got hit by, like, one snowball, really, because people, they were all hammered, you know? Yeah, sure. Colton, breaking news, good news. Because I know you bet Duke won tonight. Hell yeah. Major comeback. Came back to beat Louisville by two. I don't know if that covers oh, the spread. No. Oh, of course that doesn't cover the fucking spread. <laughs> I don't know what the spread was. was but uh, <laughs> I didn't know if you did money line or uh, what. You won. Sick. No, it was eight. <laughs> Fuck you, Duke. All right. My, <laughs> my last pick for the MySpace top eight is the Minneapolis Miracle. Uh not this past season, but the year before that, when the Vikings won in the playoffs, they beat the Saints on like a last second play, and the fans yeah. were doing the skull clap with Case Keenum on, like on the field. That is that is so cool. That is Goosebump City. Yeah, no that that was uh, that was really cool. I hate the Vikings so goddamn much, so it it makes me want to vomit. But uh, that was that was exciting. And that was an amazing sports moment. Heck yeah. Well, Jake, do you, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, <clears throat> I was going to say there was another promotional night. It was called the 10 Cent Beer Night. Also, like, in the 70s. And I think, like, 10 people were arrested. Like, 20 people went to the hospital. It was absolute chaos. Can't do it. Can't trust people with a 10 Cent Beer Night. A dollar go for crazy. 10 beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my That's God. wild. Even if that's like the shitty Australian beer that I had when I was there, that was like two percent. Yeah, it doesn't still, matter. Just yeah. have twenty of them then. <laughs> yeah, here's two dollars, sir. <laughs> Four quarters, if you will. Eight quarters, <laughs> if you will. See, the um, key is how many they hand you, because uh, you can't get back and forth. Like, can you carry ten beers? Back in the day, they probably didn't have handy dandy drink holsters. Mm-mm. They just had to think chug about, them like men. Think about it. Um, some of my honorable mentions: the Stanford band game. I'm, I'm surprised we didn't we didn't say that. Hank Aaron's record-breaking home run, where those two guys are like running with him. Much more iconic moments than we chose, but I like our choices more. <laughs> Jake, me too. Me too, man. All right, that is it for the MySpace top eight of fan moments. Um, uh, Jake, what have you been watching lately? Um, hmm. What have I been watching? 
I hmm. <laughs> I've been watching TV shows, like really lame TV shows lately. So nothing really cool. I got back into Silicon Valley for a little bit, watching more Bones, watching uh, Hell yeah. the fucking really like I don't know. I haven't been in the mood to watch movies lately. It's been a problem. Colton, you got any more uh, Oscar movies on, off your checklist? No, I'm I'm still only at three, but Green Book is is the next one on my list. Looks pretty good. I watched a trailer for that. Does that count? That does. Yeah. So you're not you're now in the Oscar buzz. Um, I watched the Big Mouth Valentine's Day special. That's pretty okay. damn funny. It's was it? I haven't seen it yet. It is. It's the same Big Mouth that you like. Uh, so much more swearing. They swear a ton. Oh. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> no, it's 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 just weird and sexual and funny. Um, cool. You know what? That could. I started. I watched the first 45 minutes of the movie Edge of 17. Really mm. funny. Really good movie. I never even heard of it. <laughs> it's got Haley Steinfeld. And okay. She, and she's like a depressed 17-year-old who like has no friends. And like Joe. and like this this might spoil it, but the opening scene is her walking into her teacher's office and her teacher is Woody Harrelson and she uh-huh. like, and she sits down and she's like I'm going to kill myself. I just I just thought you that you would know because I had to like, like tell somebody, and then he's like, "Oh, cool! I was actually working on my own little suicide note right here." And he's like, picks up a, a piece of paper, and then he's <laughs> he's reading it and he's like, "Well, I only have forty five minutes every day at school that give me any sort of happiness during my lunch period, and the same horribly dressed, depressed, annoying girl keeps coming in and telling me she's gonna kill herself." So I realize <laughs> that the dark nothingness of suicide is better than talking to her. Oh, you're still here. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So like so like the whole movie is just is just those two giving each other shit. It's a really good movie. The first forty five minutes at least. <laughs> I give it a ten out of ten. <laughs> it's like I give it a good movie. Uh, thumb up. I give it two thumbs up out of ten. Alright. Well, Jake, final thought on this really, really good episode. I mean, you had to fight through a lot of adversity tonight, mm-hmm. Colton. I think the final, my final thought is, wow. I mean, you did a great <laughs> job. You had the energy up the whole time. Mm-hmm. You were quick, witty. It was, you were all over it. So uh, I sure was, this, man. This is gonna go down in the history books as our best episode. This is fucking awful. This episode. You know, is... we should talk about La La Land. Maybe that'll garner some traction. Speaking of La La Land, the ending really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> skyrocket these ratings skyrocket. that was a great great mute movie um it didn't win the oscar so real real heartbroken about that still same <laughs> <laughs> all right my final thought is um yeah man me just it's all about me shout out to yeah. me <laughs> double final thoughts to Colt. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening i'm sorry <laughs> That's all I got for you. Uh, Twelve on Sports Radio, Two Shots Podcast Network, iTunes, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Google Play. We're in the Google Play Store now, Jake. Whoa, whole new demographic, baby! It's crazy, crazy <laughs> stuff, and I am taking this energy to the moon. All the people that were like, "Ah, oh, I would love to listen," but they're not on Google play you yeah. know we are now, now. We're those listens yes 
um, YouTube. We're on YouTube. <laughs> oh my god, guys! This episode is awful. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by death. So, well, Col- Colton, you can't die on us. I'd be all alone, and this podcast would be terrible. Hi, everyone. I'm Jake, and I actually here's live. My and here's and here and we're, I have thoughts about sports, and I'm gonna say them right now. Okay. I'd switch to just politics, twenty four seven. That's a good choice. We should <laughs> we should go politics. We should. I mean, I think we could really spice things up. You know. Hey, um, did you see that bill? Voting is cool. You know, dude. Voting. Sometimes people vote for the same person, and then some other times they don't. Electoral college. It's a word. <laughs> Secretary of State. <laughs> Ooh, Department of Defense. <laughs> um, House of Cards. That's all I get. Yeah, we can get back to the TV show. <laughs> wow, we're pulling out all the stops. Politics and La La Land on this great fun episode. <laughs> this is going to be our most popular episode. Oh, my God. We might to cancel. The like, even though we record and produce this, this episode might get us canceled. This is so bad. <laughs> this uh, is not good. All right. Let's just end it now, please. Peace up. Peace A-Town. Up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ush. 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 Well, let's go.
Cause in the club looking so conspicuous And riled These women all on the prowl If you hold the head steady, I'ma melt the cow And forget about game, I'ma spit the truth I won't stop till I get them in their birthday suit So give me the rhythm and it'll be off with their clothes Then bend over to the front and touch your toes I left the jag and I took the rolls If they ain't cutting, then I put them on foot patrol How you like me now when my piggies valued over 300,000? Let's drink, you the one to please. Little Chris fill cups like double D's. Me and Ursh once more when we leave them dead. We want a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed that say.